0: I'm on
1: Stop. Dude, I'm in... This
0: shit sucks.
1: But dude, I'm in Harrison, New Jersey, which is right next to Newark. And uh, that's out here. That's... Uh, that's it's, it's happening out here.
0: Right, right.
1: So... Uh, I don't know, man.
0: You, you, just, know, it, it, you know, it's, it's crazy because um, we often... We often say to each other, and I know I say it to you a lot, you know, when we're on the grind and when we're on the road and we're doing what we're doing, after a couple of weeks, maybe even a couple of months in a row, you go, God damn, man, I need a break. Then you take this kind of break and you really realize how much you miss
1: work. Dude, I miss comedy. I miss comedy people like i miss you know and i said this in a different interview uh i think i said this when i was on drink champs is that i do i don't do this for the people i do it for me it makes me feel good and i ain't feeling right because i ain't getting i ain't getting any of that so uh it really it really does suck but you know who wishes i think more that uh i wasn't here at the house every day Oh, your lady. my Girl, Tara, she she has a real job, and she's working from home, and I think she would like to kill me.
0: <laughs> hey, man, uh, listen, listen, you know, I like my bitch, too, but I'm tired of this bitch, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, I, I can't. She's working, so it's not like I can. I, I don't have anybody to entertain me, and there's a person right there. And uh, the other day at five o'clock, I just rolled in with. Uh, I looked up the, the Flintstones. Meet the, you know where uh, Fred's getting off work and that horn blows. Woo, woo. Five yeah. o'clock. I mean, I just walked right into the little, into her work area where she was working. I just I started playing that. She started laughing, but at the same time, I could see that she just wanted to stab me because she wanted to get her work finished. And I was like, nah, I need some attention. So. <laughs> That's been going on for Dude, since
0: I've been here. I, I'm, almost, I'm almost hoping like this, like it, it, it has, because we've been away from people and people have been away from normalcy and doing what they love to do in terms of entertainment, bars, clubs, comedy clubs, theaters. I'm really hoping that this does for comedy what the 80s boom did for it in the 80s. Like I hope there's almost like a remix or a remake or a resurgence of, of of comedy clubs being a special place now and comedians being seen as magical.
1: Yeah, but what they said is uh, places of gathering are going to be different because they're not going to, you know how like all the clubs, the seating's real tight and that makes the laughter real nice. They're going to change that.
0: Nah, yeah, they're saying that now because it's it's it, it, it's a fucking, the scar is fresh. But once the scab develops, and the, and it starts to go. Listen, there's no way I believe unless we are just headed for doomsday. There's no way I believe that we're not going to give back to what we were doing and uh, and do it stronger.
1: I agree with that, but it's going to take probably over a year. That's my. That's what. That's what they're saying. It's going to be over a year, a year and a half, maybe two years before things get back to normal. Yeah, so. uh, I,
0: I, 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 I can't believe that. I, I hope to God not. You know, they, they're saying that. Uh, April thirtieth was when this may be declared officially over, which is to say, if we got back to work in May, I'd like to believe that by the end of the year we're back to normal.
1: Well, I think it could be somewhere around there. But when they say it's over, they're not saying it's over. It's saying that we could go back. We're still going to be social distancing after at the end of April. That, that's still part of it because the 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 I don't want to, you know, and I don't want to spend this whole episode because I, I I've read some of the, the things that people are saying on. Uh, not only your Instagram, but other people's. You know, they want to be entertained. So I don't want to just make this sound doomy, but, um, you know, there's the Spanish flu, and what happened with the Spanish flu is that they got past it. Uh, they went in the, into uh, summer. Spring was bad. Summer was was good. They thought they got past it, and then they it, it, the surge was even greater than the original. So that's why that's why they have to be careful on how we how we walk back into this.
0: So, so let's say let's just say what you're saying is accurate. If we go back to work in May, when you say social distancing, does that mean people are going back to restaurants, bars, and clubs?
1: They're going to go back, but there's going to be uh, there's going to be some distance. Like the tables aren't going to be as close. The tables have to be further away. There's going to be less people in the rooms. So, in a room that norm that held 300 before, they might only be able to do 100 people in a show. No. Yeah. This is this is this is this. so you but but that, oh that's that's, that's still that 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 that's the, that's the that's the protective idea. So we'll see. Maybe it'll get maybe we are going to get you know. There's going to be there's they're working uh, heavily. They have some uh, medicines that they think are working. Uh, that doesn't mean that we're going to have a. A shot, if, if we get a cure, then that changes everything. So you know, it, it it depends. I don't want to see, I don't want to see them all doomsday, but I'm not going to get all excited about it either. You know what I do think is no, 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 no. Oh, go ahead. No, I, not to cut you off, but listen. The, the obviously, best
0: case scenario, they go, yo, we have officially got the cure. Head down to your local uh yeah. doctors get or whatever shot. clinic, and we give you a shot, and it's over. I would hope if that happens, because that means we definitely can get back to
1: normalcy. Well, that that's the goal. That's the goal. But they're always going to be, I think we're going to be more careful uh, in cities because, you know, living out here, um, like, no one's said this, and I don't think, and I think people would be mad at me for saying it this way, but, you know, I didn't want to ride on the subway anymore. I wouldn't ride on the PATH train anymore, and it's still open, and I know that they have to keep those people working, and there are people, and they're doing distancing and that, but the, two weeks ago, a little over two weeks ago, I did take the uh, – I, I wanted to go to the city, and I took the – you know, I was on the subway. And, you know, that shit should have been – when they knew about it this way, it should have already been, like, running differently than it than it did. And that's why we, the cases right. are so high. But we know what we're doing now, hopefully. And the orange man, I mean, I, I see everybody bugging out on him. I, I Listen. I'm even less of a fan of him as a human, because I don't think he has humanity, um, in a real way. But I'm wishing him the best, man. I hope he does a great job. I hope when everybody's done, I hope it's. I, I hope the the election. We have an election, and I hope it's close. I don't want him to win, but I hope it's close. I hope. I hope he did such a good job that he can keep it close. That's what I'm hoping. I'm wishing the best for him because well, it's I- the best for us.
0: Yeah, well, listen, what's what's bugged out about this thing is, again, you know, 9-11 was historic. 9-11 was one of those moments that will forever be etched in history as it changed the world. It changed the way we did things here at home, the way we thought, uh, how we took things for granted. It was a movie. A lot of people describe 9-11 as a movie, like it was like a scene out of a movie. This, I think, is, is... either worse or, or at least at the same proportions, but I would say worse because more lives have been lost or, or have they at this point?
1: Um, yeah, well, no, I think we're at that, that, uh, total, total here in the country. We're over 3000. So yeah, we're there,
0: but. Yeah. So this is, so it's like in terms of lives lost in terms of movie like shit, if you think of contagious, the movie, or you think of yeah. outbreak. You
1: know th- this. This is some movie shit. This is life changing shit. You know. Um. You know. In the. Dr- you know. Have you ever had one of those dreams that you remember when, like, someone's chasing you and you're running, but you can only run in slow motion, and when you look back, that thing's chasing you at full speed. You never heard of those dreams, like
0: no, nah, because no, nah, because nah, no, nah, because every nigga in his dreams is Usain Bolt, so we outrunning shit.
1: <laughs> but that's a dream. I've had that dream, and that's what this feels like. Like we're it, 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 we're we're trying. But we're moving in slow motion, and that thing's running real fast. But hopefully, uh, even white, our, white, white folks, y'all, are, y- white folks, y'all, are so goddamn dramatic. We're, we're creative. <laughs> it's not dramatic. In, it's creative. Even, even, I'm creative. Even in, your, even
0: in your dreams, even in your dreams, just Spielbergian.
1: Hey, I, I just would like you to do this. Look, think of me looking almost like Denzel, and having my head shake and go, "Nah, we're we're, we're creative." we're creative. That's what we are. Why people are, cla- got we got to create, we got to create hardship for the ship, for the hard, for the, for what the hardness that we didn't get.
0: Let me, let me, let me, let me, and I know you probably saw the post. Let me just say something because before I read it officially, I was thinking it, you know, I, I the only place I'm going, uh, while I'm air quotes quarantine is I either go to the grocery store or I go to the local liquor store down the street at my house. But I noticed all these people wearing these gloves. And even before, like I said, I read what I read, my, my, my spider sense was telling me, what are these gloves supposed to protect? Because whatever you're touching, you're contracting on the gloves. And whatever you touch with the gloves on, you're spreading it. So if, you, if you're a clerk and you're handing people money, you're boxing shelves, you're handing people liquor and cigarettes, if you've contaminated the gloves, Everything you touch in that store, the money, you are spreading to people. Right. The gloves are not a good idea. The gloves. That being said. Yeah. Yeah. The gloves are. That being said. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me just read. Let me just read what what I posted. Gloves. Lots of people are wearing gloves everywhere they go. Please read. Gloves are meant to avoid cross-contamination. For instance, in a hospital worker's glove, up to touch a patient and then disregard Discard gloves before moving on to the next task. If you are wearing the same set of gloves all over town, you are carrying germs everywhere. Every door you touch, the steering wheel, the cart, the supplies, it would be better to not wear gloves and wash your hands after every store. And I'm sitting there going, it fucking makes sense.
1: Yeah, It's logical. Yeah, but here, here's, here's the, 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 the reason I'm very familiar with what you're talking about is because I, I always worked in the restaurant business. And that's the thing is that they, they wanted all the employees, you know, anybody who touched food, they want them to wear these gloves. But the thing is, like you said, the gloves are disgusting because people think that they have the gloves on. So they're not thinking about the cross-contamination, and that's the biggest problem. But I will say this. I went to the grocery store today, and here's how I used the gloves. Like I went to the grocery store, I put the gloves on, and everything I touched in the grocery store, obviously, I touched and has, you know, whatever I touched before on it. But when I got done loading up, when I got done uh, back to the car, I took the gloves off and then I put the stuff in my car because now my steering wheel is not have all the germs that are on there because I can't go in and, and clean everything. So it, it depends on the way that you use those gloves. But people don't use them the right way. You use them all day long. You're touching things. You're touching people. I was at, I was at um, Dunkin' Donuts and the girl, like you just said, she's, she's making the food and she's giving out the change, and she's using the same gloves. So I didn't go to that Dunkin' Donuts that day. So, you, But even
0: when, you, even, when you, even when you say you get your groceries or the store, once you use the gloves to touch what you need to put in your, in your basket, That
1: still all has that same contamination. Yeah.
0: So do you clean the stuff? Do you wipe the
1: product down? I, when I come home, it depends on what it is, but for the most part, yeah, I wipe everything down. Not like crazy, but I, I wipe down things that can have it on there.
0: Yeah, I, you know what? Listen, man, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to promote not being smart. I mean, obviously, this is a serious thing. And the wiser you can be, the better. But I also am not going to let Panic have me act ridiculous. No, there's a lot of people. And I've, and I've said this a million times, and I stand by it. I think most people are stupid. I think most people are fucking idiots. And they let fear and panic have them act like idiots. Well, even before fear and panic, I think they're idiots.
1: Yeah, well, that's always been the problem. But like, for instance, what you just said, though, um, no, there's no reason to wipe down everything. But like, let's say anything that you're going to use and serve cold, like l- let's say lunch meat. Let's say you get some sliced uh, uh, turkey. Man, you got to make sure like how you store that is because that's you're going to eat that without heating it up. And that, that's not going to kill any virus that's on there. So certain things that you're going to use cold from the refrigerator, those are the things that you have to think about wiping down. Like if you've got the package and you, it's, it's a, you're taking it right out of the package, those are the things that you got to worry about. Because if you're not doing uh, – if you're not going to put it in the oven, if you're not going to get it to a temperature, those are the things you worry about. Uh, but this is – you know what? This isn't from just this situation. This is from me working in, in the restaurant. Even – uh, the way that I store food, I do it how I learn to do it in the restaurant just because it's safer.
0: But- you know, I remember when we were in, in Florida, you said something that was so goddamn true that I didn't even think about because you're just not conscious of it. And when you said, you know what I mean, how hard it is to not touch your face? And it's like, dude, at the end of the day, again, I'm not trying to promote not being safe, but we, we, we live our lives in, in such a rhythm where we do what we do without thinking because it's natural. It's instinct. And to sit here and have to calculate your every fucking move, I just don't think is realistic. So I'm saying that to say this. Yeah, be as safe as you can. And if you believe in God, throw a couple of Hail Marys out there. And if you don't, cross your fucking
1: fingers. Because what else can you really do? (laughs) No, you're right. Because, uh, you know, no matter how safe you are, it's something... You, you can't prepare for, for a wind to blow that someone just coughed t- 20 feet away from you and just blew that into your face. There's nothing you can do about that. This is how life works. Um, we're going to yeah, get Yeah, I was through. at the liquor store the You'll go, yeah. yeah, no, I believe it. we're going to get through it. I was
0: at the liquor store the other day and, and, and this white lady uh, was in front of me and she goes, back up. I said, excuse me? She said, back up. I said, what are you talking about? I'm back. She was like, I, I said, listen, miss, I'm not panicking over this. She goes, Well, I am. You need to back up. I said, Bitch, if you don't get your scratch ticket, the mood of fuck on.
1: <laughs> but she's at the liquor store.
0: <laughs> yeah, bitch, what you? you know what I mean, you in the safest place you can be. There's alcohol around. Dab your tongue.
1: Uh, that's funny. Dude, I hate to say this because I don't want to sound mean, but is the dude, uh, the dude with the hearing? disability is he working at the liquor store still
0: yeah he is but they they, they're shifts it's between an arab dude uh an asian guy and the deaf guy
1: the deaf guy just gets really close to you like i would have (laughs) he's trying to talk i'm not making fun of anybody that's deaf this is a specific person that has a rhythm to the way that he talks and he's a cool dude but he would make me a little nervous of the way he, yeah. Because of the way he, because of the way he, you know, he gets close and he's trying to talk to you and he's pronouncing things in a, with 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 uh, some spray. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> that was that's my only thing with him. Uh, when you said that, that's the first guy I thought of was at that liquor store. Do you know what I think? Those um, saving people. Do you know what I think? Saving people. What's that? No sports. It sound it sounds like it's it sounds like it's a problem, but now picture you're at home with your two kids and your wife and your team loses badly. There's a lot of guys that can't deal with that they need to go for a walk, they need to go do something they need to go and they can't do it. I think right. that no sports that that emotional that that, uh, that 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 thing that guys get and some women. I think that's saving. I think I think domestic violence is probably down.
0: Shit, it <laughs> might be up, motherfucker.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, um, and speaking of that, I'm glad you hit that because I was almost going to forget to mention that. Have you heard anything about? Are, is, is the is sports like the NBA dead completely, or they're going to resume in May, or they're going to resume at some point?
1: Well, what they were talking about is. Uh... Going right into the playoffs. That's the last wow. thing I heard, but I haven't been watching. There's not a, There's nothing on. I mean, sometimes you turn that on, and the p- things that they're playing is it, not like I can't watch sports right now. So um, what in the fuck is first take talking about? Man, uh, the draft. That's all they're talking about the NBA, the NFL draft and and the uh, and the free agencies. That's about all they can talk about right now. Um and then of course the big thing for you that's coming up that they 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 moved up the release date and uh I think this is a good way to are, and, we, done, uh, are we done with coronavirus so that we can move on to to uh, better things?
0: Yeah, yeah 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 Okay. we are. Yeah so let's it, move on it, to it, th- of that. Yeah um I'm irate about that because I specifically wanted us to be in the same room in person when that motherfucking thing airs.
1: Well yeah
0: like, I, I just want to say to the people listening, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Andy, because like, there are times, I don't know if, if, if it's something you're doing or this is just how it is. There are times when you sound like when I'm talking to you, you're on speaker, and there are times when you sound like you're right on the phone. Now, I don't know if that'll translate to the people that'll listen to this, and I don't know if I'm the same way. Like, sometimes do I sound like I'm close and then sound far away? Or does it sound one specific way?
1: You sound pretty good on, on, on the mix that we're getting right here. But uh, and uh, when Steve, uh, our producer, uh, uh, condenses the volume, it should sound good. But you're going to be able to tell that we're not in the. You, you're probably going to be able to tell that we're not in the same room. See, I'm, and this is I'm saying that because,
0: dude, I hate this. Like, and I know you suggested in the past. Hey, man, why don't you you can call in sometimes, and we could do the podcast. Just like I've had radio people who will say to me, hey man, do an impression for me on the phone. And I hate doing impressions on the phone because it's never the same as in person. No. So I always say no. So to the fans, I understand we going through something, but Andy and I didn't want to slack off and not be on our game and give you guys something. Because actually I had my man, Matthew Riggins. He hit me up and said, are y'all going to have an episode this week? And I said, yeah. But just so y'all know, I, I don't know what this sounds like to this to y'all quality wise, and I'm sure y'all will tell me, but I fucking hate this dude. Yeah. I, I hate the fact that we can't do this in person.
1: I like it better than the alternative not having it. But I think we should do I think we should uh, do call ins a couple times a week though. We should do a regular podcast, but I should call you a couple times a week just to check in and put that whatever whatever's bugging us, put that out there. But uh uh right. but like but getting to what we were going to. And what we're not going to be in the same room for is the 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 Jordan, uh, what, what's it called?
0: Oh, uh, 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 the last
1: dance. Dude, I was so looking forward to this. I'm still looking. I mean, I'm really looking forward to it now, but I mean, it would have been nice to be able to talk about it in person because we get emotional when we talk about Jordan.
0: And, no, I, I orgasm when I talk about <laughs> Jordan. Listen, listen, and here's why I'm so excited, right? I don't know if you saw the post that I sent out, but everybody, the rumor has always been, you know, Michael Jordan's one of the biggest trash talkers. He's an asshole. He's super competitive. All the legendary stories. He got in a fight with Steve Curran, practiced him, and punched him in the face. To say Michael is a beast. And I'm such a Jordan fan. I always said, dude, I would give anything to be in a room with him with no cameras, smoking cigars, drinking whiskey, playing cards, or whatever he likes to do. Because we all know Michael Jordan has always been protective of his image. You know, he's Haynes, he's McDonald's, he's, sometimes I dream, he's family, he's fucking, what's the movie he did with the cartoon and the Bugs Bunny? Uh, uh, Space Jam. What's
1: that movie? Space Jam.
0: He's Space Jam. He's, He's that guy. Yes, for business. But I also know, behind closed doors with no cameras, He's somebody else. And, and there was a moment, they, they, I saw it on Instagram and I posted it. There was a moment where they were showing previews of it. And I, I think the, the, the player's name was Scott. I might be fucking up his last name, Burrell. But him, he was talking to George while Jordan was laying on the floor stretching, basically saying, Michael, I'm going to cover you. And Michael goes, Hey, Scott, I think you better cover Judge Bushler or something because uh, you ain't going to give me a cover of me. Then they cut to another scene where the cameras are in the locker room and they're on Scott, and Scott gets frustrated and goes, hey, man, go ahead with the cameras, man. Move somewhere else. And Michael goes, hey, man, did you even make a jump shot? How many jump shots? You can't even make a jump shot, you <laughs> non-shooting motherfucker. He calls him. him a non-shooting motherfucker. And I said, that's the Jordan I want. I know that nigga curses. I know he says the N-word. I know when he gets a lick in him and he's smoking his cigars, he's a raw motherfucker. That's the Jordan I want to be around.
1: Yeah. I'm really, I love it. I wonder how much of that they're going to show though, in this, uh, this doc. I
0: don't think, listen, man, if they, if this documentary is anything like what we've seen as a preview, man, it's going to be the hottest shit ever. This is going to be the hottest shit ever.
1: I hope so. Because I'm going to, they should do another, uh, thing called, uh, the, the last protected man on the planet and it should be about jordan because the media has been good to jordan i mean his hometown really you know there's things that they could have said that they didn't and i appreciate it because he because of who he was to me as 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 i was growing up i mean i didn't i didn't need to know personal life i didn't need to know about his uh his when i say personal life i want to know about his personal life but i didn't need to know about his his, his his relationships that, did, that didn't do anything is his, as extra
0: extramarital affairs,
1: whatever. I didn't need, I didn't need any of that. I, I didn't need that. I, and you know, uh, uh, you know, you know, Babe Ruth didn't get it and Jordan didn't get it, you know? And, and, and I like that, that, that these guys were put on, I, I mean, it sounds, I mean, I don't know how it sounds to other people, but I like that I know Jordan is, is this elite mental and physical, uh, powerhouse. And and I don't I don't need I, I can accept that he's a human and I don't need to know about all the human errors that he made. So uh I, I hope that this really focuses on him and his and basketball. That's that's what I want to see. I don't I don't need the other shit. And I well
0: I I, 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 I hope it does focus on basketball and the nitty gritty of it. And I'm not saying I need to know about his personal personal shit. I just would like love to see like don't give me nothing that we, all, that we already heard a million times. Yeah, you, you got cut from your varsity team. Right. It motivated you to be who you are. Right. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Thomas and you had a beef, and that's why you didn't make the dream team. You're competitive. And yeah, we know all that. Give me something I don't know. Right. Like, dude, there was, a, there was another piece of footage I love. I guess him and Tom Brady were playing ball somewhere, and he's playing against some, you know, regular Joes. and at one point he gets the shot and he goes and one and he tells the dude hey man you you, you ain't got YouTube man you better YouTube Michael Jordan's career (laughs) I man that's the shit I want that's automatic
1: wood nigga that's the chubby yeah after after he just stuck that jump shot in in that dude's face it it was pretty I saw that I saw that that shot that was pretty that was pretty awesome (laughs) And was sick around
0: the midsection. This is thick fat Mike now.
1: Yeah, right. This
0: ain't in shape, sexy movie star jaw, super chocolate coated. Looks good in a suit. Six six Mike. This is motherfucking keg uh, belly nigga.
1: This is YMCA Mike.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the fifty and fifty Little. He got my, I got he got my body, Them skinny legs with that thick torso. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, but he 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 must have some bigger thighs because he got he gets up a little higher than I think you do.
0: Oh well, you know, goddamn, <laughs> that's just still leftover from natural uh, athleticism. But don't get me wrong, nigga, if the Twinkies is five shells too high. I gotta I gotta I got I gotta lift off too. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, uh did you watch uh a- I was just I was trying to remember what I was going to ask you. Did you watch any of these movies that I sent you a list of?
0: Yeah, I did. I, I watched uh, I watched the game, which I had seen before, but it's such a great movie. And I finally saw Get Out. But before we get into that, I wanted to ask you because uh, you had also told me to watch, which I eventually watched uh, the documentary Comedian with Jerry Seinfeld.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about that because that's I was I was happy yeah, that this, you saw yeah. it.
0: Listen, man, I've always, and I, and I think I said this on a podcast, I've always had a respect for Jerry Seinfeld. Do I think he's the funniest guy in the world? No. I've always said that I don't believe for one second. He could do the clubs that you and I do, meaning the Black Rooms, Baltimore Comedy Factory, Shuckles in Memphis. Where he is? How much did he wore? Motherfucking Atlanta with the keys. I think he would get booed mercilessly, um, but again, as a comic, because I'm looking at it not as an audience member, I am I'm, I'm looking at it the way comics look at things. I respect his work ethic, um, and, and I and I get where he comes from. I respect the artistry.
1: I, I think I, I've never thought he was the funniest, but I, I will tell you that I do think he's one of the best technicians. Is if, on a joke, and I don't do jokes. You, you don't do really jokes either. I mean, you have more, and when I mean jokes, I don't mean, I mean, set up punch. You know what I mean? Set up twist punch. Yeah. We, we don't, yeah. we work a little differently than that, but as a, as a comic who does uh, a joke the way that he does, I think he's one of the best technicians. I think that he knows how, uh, that he sees it and he presents it. It's not the material that I want to do. Uh, but I have utmost respect for his like you said his work ethic. I, I wish I could work the same way that he does, but i, I don 't do set up I, I need I, I need some things to make a uh, funny happen for me and that that 's why like, i don't tra- i don 't think I translate always on this podcast because uh, my my style and my technique is very different than even my conversations with you so uh, but I, right. I, I appreciate the way that he can work out a joke and he knows <coughs> how to word things and change things to make things work out. But uh, I really thought that Comedian uh, was excellent. And you said something about Orny Adams. You, didn't, you weren't uh, vibing with Orny.
0: Well, let me just say, let me just say, um, uh, so basically you're describing Jerry Seinfeld in terms of not really that exciting, but a technician. So he's basically Floyd Mayweather.
1: You you know what? Yeah, l- l- let's make him that way. He knows he knows how to he he knows how to box. He knows you know he knows how to move. He knows how to keep himself in the right place. Let l- you know I I find him I find him humorous. I find him funny. I wouldn't say that I, I I don't I I went I went to see him once at a at a theater show in Arizona when he came there. My uh, girl got me some tickets and I I thought it was a good show, but. I'll be really honest, I've seen shows that tickled my funny bone deeper and harder than his show did. But that didn't mean he wasn't funny. It just meant that I have I, I found some other people in my life that I found funnier. That's all. But if if I structured <whistles> it as a comedian, though, if I structured what he did, if I wrote it on a paper and said, look at look how this works, I I, I I would I could I would really appreciate that as the technician um
0: orney adams what a cocky motherfucker and and you know listen this is going back to what you told me this might be one of those moments where i should omit certain names but we're talking about something specific so i don't know how to get around that yeah just do what you say what you need i'll
1: cover you on this one because i have a different i have another opinion and that this movie was how old this is 10 years now right yeah. Okay. Yeah. So say say it. <laughs> so, but speak at that moment. Okay. But let me just say and listen.
0: I, I, we don't know who listens to the podcast. I doubt he does. But if he ever does, and, and Orny, I'm I'm saying to you personally, uh, listen. I get it. I've been an arrogant motherfucker, and it's cost me. Um, and I'm still a little vain. Um, but I'm just like, you know. There's nothing sexy about thinking you're the shit, especially if, again, your arrogance don't match your talent. Now, I know comedy is subjective, so I'm not saying the guy's not talented because, again, whether you're fucking Dave Chappelle or whether you're Carrot Top, your job is to make people laugh. And as long as you get a chuckle, you've done your job. So I'm not saying the guy isn't funny, but it's Arrogance was so over the top. You know, it, it, it was annoying. It was the, it was the version of watching pretty girls take pictures with the duck lips. If you know you're beautiful, why why are you doing the Donald duck? <laughs> it's
1: unnecessary. But this was early on in Arnie's career. Um, he was a New York comic. He was doing well. And 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 honestly, if you think about it, if, as a young as a young Aries, if you would have been sharing the stage with someone who came back. Uh, gave up all their material and is basically working from the same place you are. And he's getting standing ovations from the moment that he walks in and you're working every night. And this guy is getting that, that, uh, I, I don't know that, that, uh, what, what would you call that, that head start in that first? Because, you know, when you first walk out on stage, really that first five minutes is important. And if you're killing it first five minutes, just because on, on who you are, I can, you know, as a young comic, I can see us saying, "Yeah, but you know, have he, have he he should try this or he, you know," I, I felt his because I was I was starting off in comedy. I was only I hadn't really been doing clubs yet, and I had been two years in when I saw this movie, and and I and I and I felt what Orny was going through, and then to try to get uh, moving on and getting a, a leg up, and then. To get, you know, I I never got. I still haven't got what Orny got, even in that show. Uh, But when you're fighting with other people to get that, um, sometimes you portray yourself in a way that makes you look even more of an asshole because you're trying to cover up the fact that you don't believe that. And I think I think that has a lot of that was a lot of Orny's insecurity. But uh, how did you like that scene with? uh, What's what's the manager? Cats uh, Barry Cats when Barry Cats walks. Oh, over. I was just about I was just about to go there, and that's what I'm talking about. Like Barry Cats, and this is where I wish
0: we could have Jay Moore chime in, but Barry Cats, uh, you know he's he got to have a reputation in in, in in certain other ways, but that's not the point. The point is, you know, he's he's represented some some of the most respectable names in comedy: Jay Moore, Frank Caliendo at one point in time, his number one prize was Dave Chappelle and he caught Dave when Dave was early.
1: Yeah. And Jim Brewer, so Barry um, yeah. knows.
0: Yeah. Jim Brewer. So, um, um, Barry knows what the fuck he's talking about. And I don't think Barry was saying anything that warranted Orny going that who the fuck does he think he is? Then to his manager,
1: you let that cocksucker talk to me like that. Like he was giving you constructive criticism, but that's the fuck up. That's insecurity. That's insecurity. That's, that's all it yeah, is. Yeah, we're
0: all insecure.
1: Yeah. yeah. But he's trying to sell something at that same time. He was trying to come off a certain way, and he came off, like you said, an arrogant prick. But the Orny that I know, the Orny that I've spent a little bit of time with, very little, I've only been around him a few times, and I've seen his set the uh, last few years. Uh, Hollywood, Hollywood let him know. <laughs> Hollywood adjusted yeah. him. Hollywood adjusted him, and I got to tell you, he's just as he's he's funnier than ever. Uh, he's as manic as ever, but he doesn't he doesn't have that same that 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 I don't think he's I don't think he's insecure anymore. But I think that he he he's beat up a little bit more, and I think that that comes through in his comedy, and it's it's improved him. But like a lot of people who are perceived a certain way, I think that that hasn't helped him in, through his career. Well, I
0: mean, listen, I'm the last person to want to deem what you do, what you don't do as a measuring stick for where you are, because there's so many different fucking factors that come into play with this shit. But and again, I hate to say this because it sounds like one of the people who I hate when they throw it at me. I mean, it seems like obviously the punishment that Hollywood deals you is, all right, well, we're not going to work with you. Okay, you won't get this movie. Okay, you won't be on this show. And, and since all that arrogance, um, where has he been? What has he well, done? Well, he's gotten some and shows. Again, I, 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 yeah, listen, again, I even hate saying that because, again, people throw that at me. You know, uh, I, I sent out a post the other day where, again, I, I, people, you know, they love to use the term washed up. That's what regular people say. <laughs> dude, you're fucking washed up. And I I posted, I was like, hey man, when you people tell me that, it's not an insult. You guys are minimum wagers. That's like a a, a toddler telling Mike Tyson, nigga, you can't punch. Like,
1: like, we're not in the same arena, motherfucker. I would like to be as washed up as John Travolta's career has been three times.
0: Are you kidding me? (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? Right? Right? That's what I get. I'm going, I'm going listen, it'd be different if, if one of my colleagues, if Dave Chappelle or DL Hewley or Bill Burr or whoever in comedy said, you're washed up. Not that that should mean anything either, but it's almost like unless you play pro ball, don't tell me about being a pro baller. Right. Well, it's like somebody wrote to me, somebody wrote to me, uh, yeah, dude. I'll be sitting at home watching the NBA with my boy and he'll go, man, that dude sucks. That dude's a bum. And I'll say to him, nigga, you at home, you on your couch watching this nigga. He's in the NBA.
1: The fuck are you talking about? Yeah, dude, people don't. You know, he... Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say people don't understand this business. Uh, there's Hollywood. If you relate it to a doctor's office, um, there's the doctor. That's that would be Hollywood. There's the room that you get into uh, when you're waiting for the doctor. That's the room. That's a good room. But most people are are in the lobby waiting to get into the room. They're in the they're in the waiting room. They're just waiting to get into the room to get into Hollywood.
0: And and, and on that and on that analogy, a lot of people don't even have health care, so they can't even go to the hospital. Nope. And those are the ones looking at me in the weight room about to see the doctor going, yeah, fuck your illness.
1: Right. I'm about to get food, motherfucker. Right, exactly. They, they don't understand. It, it, this is this is a complicated business, uh, and it has to do with a lot more than just being funny. It has a lot more than to be with just about talent. But it's all those things. It's like anything else, like anything that you may, like uh, I've been cooking a lot more because I've been in the house. And it not only is the, you have to have the ingredients, you have to have the timing, you have to put the ingredients in at the right time. There's a lot to this. And, uh, but yeah, but like you, but because this brings me to another point in that comedian movie, the joke that Jerry Seinfeld tells Orny, uh, about the, the band with their plane had it land in the middle of a snowstorm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, that put it in perspective. Right? Because once once you get into this business and you see what it can be, and I, I'm I'm really on the outside looking in, seeing what it can be. <coughs> but I don't have any interest in going back to that regular life. This is I I would rather stand where I'm standing looking into the business that I want to be in than to go back to the, some other thing that I don't want to do anymore. So this washed- the, that, let me, let me let, not to back not to backtrack, but to your point,
0: um, and then we'll we'll keep it moving. Um, imagine fucking you work a, a shitty regular nine to five. Now because of this coronavirus, you forced to work home, and obviously working from home, nigga, you can work in your drawers. You can be comfortable. You ain't got your boss in your ear. You ain't got to deal with fucked up coworkers. When you take a lunch break, nigga, you can take a lunch break. You know. But imagine once this shit is over, you have to go back to that job. Yeah, dude, I I can't wait to go back to work because this made me realize: no matter how much I complain, and I'm still complain. God damn it! Yeah, that's just who the fuck I am. But damn it, I have a whole new man. I got it nice, nigga.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I got it nice. You do you do and i i you know and i'm not going to like i'm not trying to rub it in and say i've told you this before but yeah you do I, I i i you know you are motivation for me that's what's funny that's what i've always tried to say to you about your career when you're fighting your uphill battle but when in the reality of this business it's always an uphill battle because once you get on top staying on top is another part of the battle so if you, it's always up but I'm I'm looking to you, and I admire where you are. You're my, you're my inspiration to keep going. And you don't like what you have. I mean that that you, you voiced a sound like you didn't like it. I appreciate this part of well, you, I, and I appreciate I, I, this. I, I
0: like I like it a little bit more now. <laughs> now the, the funny part is the funny part is once we get back into the swing of things, nigga, in two weeks I'll be shitting on it again. Of
1: course, but the travel, the people, the things that people don't. Consider that we go through. Yeah, we. You know, when people say, "Yeah, you only work uh, two hours a night if you're doing two shows. You only, you know, you only work the weekend, whatever." But they don't. They don't take in account the the the, the travel day, the two days of travel. They don't take in account that you're not at home, uh, that you're missing events that you would like to be able to be at home for. They don't see all that stuff, but it doesn't make a difference what they see. I know what I. I know that as bad as. This is, I'm still sticking it out. I did think about, I saw that uh, CVS was hiring for delivery. I was thinking about getting one of those jobs so I could make some money over this this month. But uh, I'm going to stick it <laughs> hey, out. Hey man,
0: I, fl- I, I, I flirted with, with playing with the idea of, you know, for shits and giggles. Let me get a regular job just for shits and giggles. Because the money ain't going to do shit for me. Um, but just for shits and giggles. And then I thought about having to have a boss tell me what to do. Nigga, I will be fired 10 minutes in.
1: suck my dick. I, I thought about it. Uh, I really did. Uh, I really was thinking about getting a job just to make a little money right now. But my, my son, uh, who's a barber in Arizona, uh, Ducey, Doug Ducey, the, 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 the governor out there, he, he, he left barber shops, beauty salons as essential workers. So, there's no restrictions, so the owner wants to open up the shop. Do you know what I would say to that owner if they asked me to go in to touch people while we have all this going on? Yeah. I'd tell him to fucking fuck you. But my son likes the person that he works for. Uh, so I told him, man, mask up and don't work in front of him. Work behind him. Cut the hair. Use the mirror. You know, don't, don't stand in front of anybody. So I don't know what he's going to do. I really don't want him working, but... Uh, we can't be, like you said, can't live in fear either. We have to go through this. So, you know, whatever works for him as long as he tries to stay safe. But I, I would tell someone to fuck off. I'm, I'm 56. I have bronchitis. Dude, being a Jew, seriously, uh, with a slight respiratory situation is not the best look when I walk outside. If I cough uh, because I have, like, because of the bronchitis, man, people here look like they want to plant me in the ground immediately. So I really am trying to stay away from everybody.
0: Just to be um, Going back now, g- going back to the documentary, um, it's funny because on the vein of a documentary, last night I was up really late and I watched this documentary called De Palma about director Brian De
1: Palma. Yeah, yeah.
0: And for those of you who, who don't know, he directed Scarface, Mission Impossible, uh, amongst other things. But talking about how hard this business is, like if anybody's into documentaries or anything about inside information about showbiz or creativity, go to Netflix and watch De Palma. Because to hear this respected, well-known, very talented director talk about how hard this business is, all the shit it takes to get a movie off the ground, all the, as you said, the ingredients, even with all the right shit, oftentimes it leads more to failure than it does to success. The amount of resilience you have to have to do this is unfucking real You don't understand how hard it is to make a movie until you look at documentaries and hear these fucking stories, man.
1: You know, uh, there's also a documentary, uh, I'm sure we've been watching a lot of documentaries, but, uh, there's one. And the reason I brought this up is because Brian De Palma is in this a little bit too. Um, George Lucas uh, on the star wars star wars trilogy uh, it's it's an amazing documentary and just what george lucas who's a billionaire and stuck to his his idea and how he had a fight to get star wars made originally um you have to see that too because this is someone who has who sold what do you sell uh it was a billion dollars that he sold uh star wars to disney for this man it, wow. it, it wasn't easy, is all that I'm saying. And even after he had success, it wasn't easy. So
0: uh, you know, there was there was one moment where they showed an iconic photo of and these guys were all coming up together to the point where they were practically roommates. Martin Scorsese, Ryan De Palma, Steven Spielberg, Spielberg. Yep. George Lucas, and fucking Francis Ford Coppola. Yep. Is that not the dream team of directors?
1: No, but see, this is where I'm going to tell you about your career sometimes. That's what you're missing. Because you, like I said, people forget that you came up by yourself as a little kid and you don't have a network of people like that. A lot of these guys in this industry that are that that always pop up have a network. They have a team. Listen, I'm not saying that uh well, George Lucas gave Steven Spielberg work, regardless of how great Steven Spielberg is. They still worked for you, worked for each other. This is what people don't understand about this business, too. Man, you really you you have to be insulated in some way, and you're not. You're an independent contractor out there, dude. I I, I really that's the if there's anything that I say to people when I talk about you is, dude, you're on your own, and that's great for social distancing. It's shitty for Hollywood. Right. Uh, take that any way you want. I, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to throw that out there. But I mean, I, that's why when people I, I just all the shit that people have said about you, if there was just a little group of people to go, that's not the areas I know, man, that's just him blowing off steam or saying something that changes. That changes your uh, that, 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 that changes the whole scenario a thousand percent. And, and so I'm right. out there. I'm telling everybody we're telling it on the podcast.
0: But <laughs>
1: speaking of that, though, the movie that you saw, that I put on the list, that I didn't think you were going to see, and you told me that was one of the first ones you saw? Oh, Get Out. Yeah.
0: Dude, let me tell you something, man. Um, and I swear to God. If I really could, if I could chop off my pinky to take back what I said uh, and redo that moment, I swear to God, man, one of the biggest regrets of my goddamn life I fucked that Jordan Peele relationship all up. And and, and again, the thing that you just never fucking know. Like, I, I swear to God, I wish people could understand, when he was on Mad TV, he showed no signals. I mean, I couldn't pick up on at all what this dude's talent was. Because I just went, he's not like Keegan, where Keegan is obvious. He wasn't like Will, he wasn't like Mo. he wasn't like Michael, Alex, Stephanie, Frank, nobody. I just went, why do we have this dude? He he was kind of funny, but I had no idea this motherfucker was that great of a writer, director, producer, mind horror dude. When Steven Spielberg compliments you like he did on the fucking... I forget what it was. One of those CNN specials where they talked about movies. And he, they, they did a small feature on Jordan and fucking Spielberg did the commentary. The nigga won an Oscar between the movie Us, Get Out. I know Candyman's gonna be a beast. And he got the show on Hulu with Al Pacino. I'm just like, man... Why this nigga didn't show this early on? I would have I would have deep tissue Asian for five dollar fucky, fucky, sucky sucky massage that relationship.
1: But the idea I is, just didn't I just didn't see it. You're supposed to be you're supposed to be friends with people because they don't offer anything though. That's that's the problem.
0: No, I know that I know that, and I don't want that to come off wrong. Like, oh, you got to be so and so for me to treat you right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, talent attracts talent. Creativity attacks, attracts creativity. And sometimes you don't have to know a motherfucker, but when you see how good they are, you gotta tip your hat and go, hey man, I dig your shit. Yeah, I'd love to work with you. And I just didn't see where I was like, I never, I never treated the guy rude or fucked up, But I didn't go out of my way to go, hey, champ, want to go grab some coffee and shoot the shit? And, you know, it was a great fucking movie, dude. And and, and the underlines of racism and what it was about. It was a phenomenal fucking movie, dude. Um, I liked it better than I did us. Yeah, I wasn't really blown away by us too much. And I'm sure Candyman's going to be great. But uh, like even even the role that little little Rowley Holloway, whatever the comedian is, uh, I just little Row, little
1: he did a great job. Man, I told you that's why that's why it was called comedy. They put but, it in comedy. He's he's the comic relief in that movie. But 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 again, and, I, and again, this is where I want to
0: walk the, the the line, finally or carefully, because people would see it as anger or bitterness or hatred or jealousy, and it's not. I'm just doing what any competitive person would do and go, if I was in that part, what would I have done? That's not to take anything away from him. He was funny. He did a great job. I'm just going, damn, dog. And think about it. I was on Mad TV with Jordan. If that relationship was solid, you don't think I would have had a legitimate chance at that part? Dude,
1: I still think he might have called
0: me. He would have called me and said, Aries, I got this for you.
1: But I fucked it up. No, nah, keep doing what you're doing. I still think you have a legitimate shot. He's going to be making a lot more movies. Listen, and you know what I loved about that movie? Uh, how you said it—it uh, it, it really did uh, re- it, the, the the relationship to racism in that movie. It, it's not overt. Like he didn't change the, the the horror picture genre. I mean, it is it is a movie where if you're smart, you understand it. If you're not smart, you saw a great. Horror, horror movie. Do you know what I mean? He he, did, he 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 didn't get preachy, right? And take for instance, uh,
0: Tales from the Hood. When you watch Tales from the Hood, you know you're watching a movie that is overly saturated with this is nigga things. His movie was a black thing too, but it was the way it was done. Yeah, it, it, it was it was like oh my god, it was like eating. Uh, a, 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 a fancy French breakfast that that was it was hearty. It gave you what you needed, but you know um, there was some 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 significant. There was some eloquence to it. Dude. Whereas tales from the hood is just straight i hop greasiness. Well, which you
1: which is delicious too, but it's different. But you know, he, he, yeah, it's different. You know, the, the the scene doesn't even stand out, really. Because the movie was so was so good, you're not even people aren't going to pick up on it the same way that if you if you, I, I shouldn't say it that way, a lot of people wouldn't even pick up on it. The scene at the end when he goes, "I told you not to go over that white girl's house." Yes, it it didn't come across like it would in a movie that was selling something. They weren't selling anything, right? And, 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 and again, as a comic,
0: I'm looking at that moment and I'm going. There's a thousand different lines you could have thrown in at that moment to kill that scene. And you just say, again, not taking anything away from, from Lil Rel, because uh, I thought he did a great job and he made me laugh. I'm just going, damn, dog, what would I have said? What differently would I have done?
1: Or, you know, maybe that's exactly what, uh, what he wanted. Yeah, that
0: too. And that's the beauty of Listen, a, a great director with a great talent is like the relationship between a great player and his coach. Right. You know, Michael Jordan was better with Phil Jackson than he was Doug Collins. So that's another thing I've never had. Like and I you know, listen, I, I've done a handful of movies. I got one coming out on April seventeenth called 420.
1: I saw I saw with the preview. Keith
0: David, yeah, William Baldwin and Troy Verner, God rest his soul. And, uh, but I, I, I have yet to work with a prime time director. I have yet to, I would love to know what it's like, because a good director is going to bring out of you what you're going to bring out to peace and the performance. But the marriage between a director and the talent is major. And, 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 and I, you know, everybody always said, can you imagine as great as LeBron is if he had Popovich if he had Phil. Yeah. What would he have done with Phil and Greg? So, you know, Jordan being as talented as he is. I've never worked with a director from a from a comedic standpoint that would go do this. Oh yeah. I love that. Dude.
1: Well, man, uh, did you, uh, but stay, uh, not, not to get off appeal here. Uh, did you see, you brought up uh, Hunters, uh, the thing with. the. Uh, uh, I Barinholtz. Is it Baron Holtz? Yeah, he's in that. No, 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 not the, the one, uh, the, the Netflix one with uh, Serpico. Uh, what's with the, uh, why can't I, I never remember the Godfather? What's his name? Coppola? No, no, no. Um, who is Scarface? Who? Who is Scarface? Uh, 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 oh, oh, Al Pacino. Yeah, Al Pacino in that Hunters. The Hunters. No, thing. I haven't. I haven't seen. That, I haven't seen that show. Dude, he got a lot. There's some. There's some people who went at it, and didn't like certain things about it because some inaccuracies about yiddish versus hebrew but whatever that's not an important part the show i I binge watched the whole thing already dude really yeah and you know what's funny is uh actually seeing now we have a black dude doing uh jewish material instead of jews doing black material you know what i mean well, Jules did do black
0: material. Steven Spielberg did the color. Purple. That's what
1: I'm saying. Now we have a black dude doing Jewish material. That's oh, what I'm right, saying. Right,
0: right, 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 right. Yeah. Right,
1: right. But he, man, he's doing. I thought it was great. I can't wait for the next. I, I, I want to see the next season. It it's so creative. His storytelling. Really? There, yeah. There's, there's, and and not that it's anything at all like Get Out, but the storytelling, the way that he moves things around. That's like Get Out. He
0: and, and, and well, the same I, thing
1: as us uh, on, on, on this. Uh, he just has a way of telling the story.
0: Well, I got I got to see it because I mean, obviously, everything that I've seen thus far has been horror genre. So I'd love to see how he tackles something out of that. It's
1: it's it's, it's really good. I, I I thought it was at first. It's it's very it's it's slow. But it's a series, and he's telling a story, and he's building characters. I'm really, I I can't even wait for the for the next one. I I can't. Like dude,
0: I I I I forgot that Brian De Palma directed *Casualties of War*. Yeah, which is such a great movie, and 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 for Michael J. Fox to come out of that role of the Family Ties guy and Back to the Future, that was such a great fucking movie. And big shout out to John Leguizamo. That dude's been around forever.
1: Forever. I forgot John was in that movie. Dude. Uh, There's certain people that... You you know, it's really funny because, you know, when... And and this is no knock on Leguizamo at all. But when you talk about Washed Up, here's a guy who has a career that's in everything, and it's been a solid career, but people don't know him, like, that they... The same way that they know... uh, just a regular guy. I am like a Tom Cruise, you know. That that's somebody that they see on shows all the time. I, I, you know, uh somebody that's in the media all the time. Like has been in everything. And yeah, and again, he's a solid actor. Yeah. Nick Tut- Nick Tutorial. Yeah. That guy's been in everything. There's there's a there's, right. there's a lot of great actors out there right now that are just great actors. They're not stars. Right. So uh, this is a very interesting time, and I'm, I'm getting uh, to look at a lot more. <laughs> Obviously, this is a lot of my days to watch these shows, but I want to give some more recommendations for people to check out. If you didn't get to check out Breaking Bad, please uh, see that if you want to. I didn't, even, I didn't even watch the whole thing, but this Better Call Sal, Saul, I don't know if you've ever seen that. Man, that is, if you want to watch a series, something you can watch three or four episodes in a day easily, that one is getting me right now. I'm all over that one.
0: Well, well, we got another we got another month of uh, this outbreak shit. So yeah, I you know a couple of TV shows, a couple of movies, a couple of documentaries. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get familiar with all this shit because uh, this is the time to do it. Yeah. Um,
1: what What other movies are we going to discuss on the next podcast? We have some other movies that we, we watch together. Well, you
0: said uh, we, the game. The game. Uh, yeah, I can't Black remember. Godfather. Black Godfather. Yeah, Black that, Godfather.
1: That's a doc, man. If you guys, if you guys can watch that before we talk about it next week. Oh my God, that uh, to t- talk about business, just being in business, being in show business, being in business, any business. This dude, this, is, uh, this man was very intriguing to me. You got to Did you see yeah. that one yet? Did you see it? No, no. I'm going
0: to probably watch it this week or maybe even tonight. Uh, and then also, I got a crap load of emails uh, the next time we do this um, that we can address as well. So, again, people, apologize for having to come to you this way. but uh, It was better than know, we thought it was going is- to be. Yeah. I, and, and maybe when I hear it um, this Wednesday, I might go, oh, okay, it didn't sound as bad as I thought. I, I just feel like like I'm not, I'm not even tripping over the fact that we're not in the same room because it feels like we're having the same vibe. I was worried about, I'm i worried about the sound quality.
1: Well, um, and, and as this goes on, if, if this is going to go on for the 30 days, uh, I mean, you will talk, be, there might be a few things we can do for sound to make it even better. But that's he, neither here nor there for the, you guys out there. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. We're going to definitely uh, be talking about a lot more movies because, listen, uh, it's not that we just want to talk about movies, but if we're going to be home a lot together. We might as well see these things together and have some co- commonality. And, and keep uh, some be socially distant, but socially on the same page. That's, that's right. What, that's what and I'm before, gonna work
0: Before I let you go, let me, let me ask you your opinion on this. So, Jamie Masada wants me to come to the Laugh Factory tomorrow and do 30 minutes of audience free stand up because he's gotten calls from the mayor or whoever else to help bring people's spirits up. I hate the fucking idea. I said Jamie if I do it I'm not only going to do it for no more than 10 because to do comedy without an audience it's like listen if athletes play a game without an audience that's practice if we do stand up without an audience we just crazy motherfuckers talking to ourselves I don't see how you do that without an audience
1: No it's I, Would you I, do it? Man I I would have a re- I'm not even really doing a lot of Instagram posts just because I feel like I don't really have anything of value to give people right now. I, I, and I'm not saying that to be like, like I think I'm really given a lot of value normally, but I'm just not I, mentally. I don't have it in me. And I, it would be hard for me to do that. Do you think they could play crickets? Like, could they play a cricket sound after every joke that you tell, or maybe have the, uh, the, the drums that do the boom, boom. Could you,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I just, do you yeah, know what I mean? Because I, just, I don't see it
1: in my head when there's no laughter, that's what I hear after a joke, you know, cricket sounds or, right. or, or, or the, what, what's the, I don't even know what the, where they hit the high hat that, that sound. Cause that's what you do when no one laughs, it, it would be hard for me, but I right. know a lot of people are doing it. A lot of people are trying to, you know, keep their, uh, keep the, keep their, uh, comedy legs fresh. Uh, I rather just joke around with my girlfriend right now and. Sometimes it's funny, but, you know, we look at each other and go, is that funny? I, I, I do. I, I ask her all the time, is that funny? Is that worth telling people? And she's like, it's funny. But, you know, when you're with someone 24 hours a day, there's things that are going to be funny that aren't necessarily funny to the whole world. So I don't know how you could do it, dude. I I, I mean, I hope you that you do do 10 minutes um, because you might. I, I see that you'd bring 10 minutes of laughter to people. It would be hard for me mentally to do it. So more power to you. I hope you can do right. it. Well, listen, folks, please
0: stay safe. Uh, Use common sense. You don't need to buy up an entire aisle of toilet tissue to wash your ass.
1: Uh, I couldn't get a square today. I went to the grocery store, didn't get any toilet paper. None. Wipe
0: your ass responsibly. Treat it like alcohol. Wipe your ass responsibly
1: yeah man uh all right brother yeah and and, and reach uh, out to us it. reach out to us send us emails reach out to us on uh on instagram talk to us we'll respond um or give us some questions for the podcast
0: okay. all right y'all stay safe baby love y'all and uh let me know email me i want to know about the sound quality i want to know how to sound it. even though i'll probably hear it before i hear from y'all so i'll be able to know but uh stay safe baby and uh fuck we we see y'all next week
1: Aries I'll talk to you
0: No doubt brother bye Can you feel it baby